right now praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah praise ye the lord hallelujah the lord put this in my heart we are going to talk about faith today father we pray that you will teach us yourself it's going to be very short we will try to limit it to 30 minutes or shorter more like just talking to one another amen well, maybe I should be over here so that it does not radiate. Hebrews chapter 11. Open to Hebrews chapter 11. The song we sang just now is going to be in line with what we wanted to talk about. Going from faith to faith. Amen? We are going from faith to faith. Remember the Lord Jesus commended some people depending on how they approached him. And he said, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Who can remember where that was in the Bible? The centurion. Who can remember what chapter that was in the Bible? The centurion sent According to two renderings, said the centurion came to Jesus, and in another place he said he sent some people to Jesus. And these Jews, they say, "Oh, this man has done great things for us. So you should do this for him. He has even built us a, a synagogue." Luke chapter seven verse nine. And Jesus Christ said, "Okay, I'll follow you guys." So he was following them to this centurion's house to go and heal the centurion's servant. And then the Bible said, the centurion saw the master coming from a distance. He said, ah, he sent some other, servant, some other friends to meet the master and say, you don't have to come to my house. I'm not even worthy to even come before you. Just speak the word only and my servant shall be made over. And then he gave his own example. He said, well, I'm like, I'm a military man. I know when I say this, they go. When I say that, they do it. I don't have to go there. They just know that the boss said it and they have to do it. And he has seen Jesus from a distance. He recognized that that is authority. And he tapped into that authority. And Jesus Christ said, the Bible said, the Lord Jesus Christ marveled. 
and turned back. He didn't even pray. He turned back and he said, I've never found such great faith. No, not in history. So now we're talking about there is a low level faith, another faith level, another faith level, and so great faith. What makes them great faith? That is what we want to really quickly talk about. This centurion saw something and he understood something that perhaps many people do not understand. There was a man that came to Jesus and said, I know if you come to my house and lay your hand upon my son, upon my daughter, I know she's almost dead, but if you just come and lay your hand upon her, she shall be made whole. You know what Jesus Christ did? He followed him. According to your faith, so shall it be. Amen? Amen. That man believed in laying on hands on the sick. And Jesus Christ didn't begin to try to teach him and say, no, I don't need to come. No, he just said, okay, that's how you believe. And he was following him. Whereas that centurion, he even saw him come and said, you don't need to come. I know whom you are. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So that is the the grade, it's a gradient of faith that the Lord is making us to see. Maybe you have been using your faith for these elementary things, maybe now you want to begin to crank it up. Believe for greater things. Amen? Amen. Believe the impossible. Hallelujah. If you know whom you are following, that you are following the almighty God who is able to do the impossible, then don't limit anything. Amen? Amen? Let's give another example. Here is they were in the boat. The story of the disciples, the apostles, the twelve of them, we believe, and the Lord Jesus Christ was not with them, and there was a storm, and the Lord Jesus Christ came walking upon the water. You all know the story. He was walking upon the water to come and meet them in the boat, and they saw him. They said, "It must be a spirit." And they screamed and he said, be not afraid, it's I. And they calmed down, but Peter, the Bible said, Peter said, Master, if it be thou, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus Christ said, come. And the Bible said, Peter walked out of the boat upon the water to go meet the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And then he saw the wind boisterous and he started sinking. What did Logic tell him? Oh, ye of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? Little faith, but he walked upon the water. Amen? Amen. I want that little faith so I can at least walk three feet. Amen? Amen. Peter walked upon the water with little faith. But there are 11 others there. They don't have any faith at all. So that is what we say. There's no faith. There's a little faith. There's a great faith. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We are to aspire to the goal of overcomers. So we're thinking of great faith. What does that man, what did all these people, what do they have that we, he call them great faith? And you have to you have to try to say meditate on this yourself. You can try to this is how we study the Bible. You take an example like that, you think about it. See what is the difference between this guy and that guy? 
between Peter and these other guys. Somehow he was bold enough to say, tell me to come. And the master said, come. So many people never remember that he walked upon the water for some feet. In fact, when he was sinking, Jesus didn't carry him in his hand back into the boat. Amen? He must be holding his hand and he walked back into the boat with the Lord Jesus Christ. So, that's some faith. That's called little faith. Well, let's have that little faith first so that we can do some things. Amen? Amen. Now we can talk of greater faith like that of that centurion. And you remember, it's not left to just men. Look at that woman. She had a daughter that was troubled by some evil spirits and she was a Syrophoenician woman, they call her, that is not a Jew but she lived not too far among the Jews and the Lord Jesus Christ wanted to try her faith the Bible said she cried unto them and said my daughter is sick in the house please he heard her they behaved as if he, he was going, he was leaving and then he kept following she kept following them, she kept following them crying until she was bothering them that's why the apostles came to Jesus and said, Master, send her away. She's bothering us. Amen? Amen? Well, you can remember a Bible story that the Lord Jesus Christ gave about that same type of example in some of these parables. Somebody bothering a judge. Yes. <laughs> and what did the judge say? say this widow. He said that this, this uh, person that is bothering his friend for Say on the, on the door. Well, that's another one. Yeah, that's another one. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm talking. I'm thinking about that widow woman so that went to the judge. And what did the judge tell himself? He said that. Oh yes. If you can remember the chapter, there, you can read it out for us. That judge said, "I fear no god." I don't even regard any man. That is, he was afraid of nobody. But this widow woman, this miserable, look like skinny woman, she is now afraid of that woman because of constantly coming, constantly coming, constantly coming. Amen? Amen. So God is saying, faith should be like that. Amen? Because that is what he just gave us that example. This woman, not a Jew, sorry, he called her a dog. He said, oh, hey, we can't even give our bread, children's bread, we can't pass it to dogs. And the woman said, what did she say? Said, Even the dogs, dogs, they eat crumbs under the table, master. And Lucifer said, great is thy faith, O woman. She would not take no for an answer. Praise the Lord. She would not take no for an answer. So that is the kind of faith. God is giving us different dimensions of faith, how you can get what you want from the Lord. Amen? Different mindset. The one said, you don't need to come. Just speak the word. I know you, you are. Just speak. That's a great faith. This other woman, Christ turned her down. Call her dog. But she would not take no for an answer. Amen? Amen. Now, uh, I gave some of those examples just to see, uh, to show to us how the Lord Jesus Christ taught us some of these things. Now, I'm going to go to the story of David, King David. Amen? That is where I actually wanted to go today, but 
I just say, Lord, just leave this discussion because I really don't know. We have talked about faith in so many dimensions to the point I am not sure that you have not heard it over and over again. So I do not want to repeat myself each time I come to the pulpit here. So that's why I started by just talking and the Lord will be leading it. In Second Samuel, this is the story I'm going to talk about, not the story of David first. But in 2 Samuel chapter 23, because I now change it from saying we are talking about faith, I'm talking about degrees of faith. Amen? Amen. Dimension, different levels of faith. Which level do you want to operate in? In 2 Samuel chapter 23, we see this story of what we call, what was recorded as David's mighty man. I don't know whether anybody has ever preached on this before, but I, I feel like talking about it today. David's mighty man. And let's read it from verse 8. Just the name of some of them will, will baffle you. Just their names alone will baffle you. Amen. Amen. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. The Tachmonite that sat in the seat chief among the captains. The same was Adino the S Knight. Amen? His name is Adino the S Knight. He lifted up his spear against 800 whom he slew at one time. You see? A spear against 800 men. And those 800 men were not unharmed. Some of them with swords, some of them with spears. And they say he was a mighty man. He lifted his spear against 800. I'm going to link all of these guys together in a moment, but I'm trying to make you see degrees of faith. And degrees, what you call degrees, different levels of faith. Different levels of faith. And that is what you see in these mighty men. And they categorize them also. They say the first three mighty men. Then there are other three mighty men. And then there are the others. So which group do you want to belong to? You have to choose by how you operate your faith. This time, we are not serving David. We are serving the son of David. Amen? We are not serving David. We are called to come and be servants of the root of Jesse himself. Amen? Amen. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. He says he is the root and he is also the offspring of David. And this is an example of David and these mighty men. They were serving him. But you don't see it. When David first operated, he manifested as a giant killer himself. So after he became king, some of those giant killers, they joined themselves to him. Amen? I mean, well, you see, you like to be like your boss. Not so. If you hear that this man is the great scientist in the world, you want to be under him. Why? Because it rubs off on people. Amen? So that is what many people will do. When, unless you are jealous, the jealous people, instead of going to be servant, to live with those who are great, they are jealous. They stand away and accuse them of everything. But if you want to be great, you will want to be close to the greats. Amen? So these mighty men, they actually sought David out. They sought him out. And you know how David started his own reputation by killing Goliath, which actually I wanted to talk about today, but 
the Lord kind of digressed me into this to talk about these mighty men that were serving David. And they were categorized into different groups according to how they manifested their complete surrender to the, what you call, I won't call it surrender, complete dedication to David. Not only dedication to David, fearlessness, which we will call faith. Here is the first one we just mentioned, he said, I didn't know the earth night. And he lifted up his spear against 800 men whom he slew at one time. And after him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo. Amen. Amen. What you say, well, the son of Dodo. Yeah, that name is in itself. It looks like a... <laughs> Amen. Eleazar, the son of Dodo, the Hahohite. One of the three mighty men with David when they defied the Philistines that were gathered together to battle. This is what these three men did. They are going to tell us now. And the men of Israel were gone away. He arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was weary. And his hand clave unto the sword. And the Lord wrought a great victory that day. And the people returned after him only to spoil. So you could have heard about how David ruled and he conquered so many people, so many places. These are the men that were doing it. Amen. After he became king, he got some soldiers with him. In fact, God sent some of those guys because God can look around. You see, remember the story of uh, Gideon. Gideon said, that We have to fight this Midian. I said, Blew the trumpet and 22,000 people gathered. And God opened the window from heaven and looked down there and said, ah, These are too many. So he said, Oh, these guys are too many. Announced that anybody that's afraid, go home. So, Gideon told them, anybody that is afraid or you just got married, you don't want to die in the war. And they always announce that in, the, in, the history, in history when they are going to war. Go home. How many people went home? 20 something thousand went home, remaining about 8,000. I said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. They left, they went home. And God looked down and said, oh, it's about 8,000. There are still too many. Okay, bring them over here. Let's test them out for you. And the Lord tested them. Only those people that drank like this, you go home. And they selected those that drank like they drank water. So 300 men drank like this, and the others drank this way. Okay, these 300 men put them under. All these other people let them go home. That's like suicide bombers, no? These are suicide bombers, amen. So you talk about these suicide bombers. That is the. These are the original suicide bombers. Got 300 people against millions. So they were going to commit suicide and they were not afraid either. That is the first thing I want to point to you. All these men that we are talking about, they did great things, but the characteristic which we call faith, which God is looking for, is the fearlessness. They are giving their life. I've preached a sermon here before where we talk about Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. The same thing. They loved not their life unto the death. Amen? Amen. That is the faith of the Son of God. And that is the faith that he is putting into us believers. If you accept it, you are to love not your life unto the death. All these men, he stood up against the first man. He says, I didn't know the S night. With one spear against 800 men, he must have counted the ready to die. Because if you are afraid, you are afraid for your life, you don't want to face even five men if you are just one. How much? 800. And this is the story, this is it's listed in the book of the 
archives of Israel, all to all these individual men that we are reading about, starting from the days of King Saul. Even his son, Jonathan, did similar thing. But here is the example we are talking about. We just see, we saw the first three people. Let's go to the next three. Verse 11 of 2 Samuel chapter 23. After him was Shaman, the son of Agi, the Haralite. And they're going to tell us what he did. And the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. So, who are the people that fled from the Philistines? The Israelites. So we are talking of so when we say Israelites, it's like saying the believers. Because these are the Israelites, the believers. But God is looking for one man that will stand. Amen. And this man is also an Israelite, but these are the this is what we are talking about. You have to stand out of the crowd. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it. And slew the Philistines, and the Lord wrought a great victory. Amen. Amen. So when you are reading this, you will know that who fled? The Israelites fled. When David came to kill Goliath, who are the people that were afraid of giant Goliath? The Israelites also. But God is looking for champions. Amen? Will you be a champion for Jesus? I want to be one of them. Amen? So when we say, when the role is called up yonder, will you be there? You have to think of the roles like that. Because the heaven is now full of those witnesses for Jesus that said they made it. And God is still looking for all of us that are following him to stand out of the crowd, begin to exercise your faith. You are maybe you have been exercising in small things, begin to exercise for bigger things and bigger things and bigger things. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, let's go to the next three. Pastor and three of the thirty sheep went down. This is what these three, another three went and uh, uh, they did and they're going to tell us. They came to David in the harvest time unto the cave of Adullam. And the troop of the Philistines pitched in the valley of Rephaim. And David was then in an old. Now this time, this, is, this was when David was running elder skelter from King Saul. In that cave of Adullam. And David was then in an old and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one will give me drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. Now, he didn't send this man. He just lamented. Maybe he was thirsty and he remembered, Oh, that was my hometown. Oh, there was a, a well right at the gate. I've drunk on that well many times, thousands of times. Oh, I wish I'd drink it again. And he just thinking out loud is what we call it. Just thinking out loud. Look at what these men did. Verse 16. And the three mighty men break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem Amen. that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. He said, Be it far from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is not this the blood of the men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore, he would not drink it. So these things did these three mighty men. So when you mean they just wasted their time and their life to go get water and bring it to David and David wouldn't even drink it. He said, I will offer this water to God. Pour it on the ground. Lord, you drink it. So this is the blood of this man. But why would they risk their life? 
commitment, loyalty. So a little desire of ease was a command to those that love him. And that is what the Lord has taught us in many ways. He said, a little thought, desire of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what you think he wants. You just know that he desires that this apple is a command to those that love him. And that is loyalty. And that is what God is calling you and me unto. When you say, I want to follow Jesus. I want to be one of those champions for him. Every other people, they are all following Jesus. All of us are following Jesus. But those are the champions. The ones that you can always call upon. Remember this, in this, uh, I remember somebody was saying it in the NFL. They said when the, when the game comes to the, when the rubber meets the road, and the game comes to be so tight. And they are all, two more seconds to go, two seconds to go, two seconds to go. Then the coach will look for his go-to person. The coach will say, we need to go only to only one person we can rely on. You are going to throw this ball, but you can't just throw it to any G canary that you say, that say I'm, a, I'm a receiver. They have a go-to person, somebody that never fails. And that is the champion. Christ is looking for champions among the believers. That is the faith, level of faith he's talking about. Those whom we can go to when the things get tough. You wonder why he said, I will send unto you Elijah the prophet again. You mean he's the only prophet that says, I will send to them again Elijah the prophet. God said, I know my go-to person. That he can go to when every other prophet is running and hiding. So I will go to Elijah. Amen. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 praise the Lord. I will give you a quick testimony. When the uh, pastor had to call me, I can remember three days ago and say, Brother can you take Friday? The Lord said, Revelation chapter, chapter 11. I said, Okay. The thought that came to me was Hebrews chapter 11. But a voice said, Revelation chapter 12, chapter 11. I said, Why the two? So I went and looked at Revelation chapter 11. Open to me. Open with me to Revelation chapter 11. Let's see what's in there. Then I know why he said Revelation chapter 11, why he said Hebrews chapter 11. And I say, somebody say Hebrew in my heart, and another voice say Revelation chapter 11. What is the link here? Okay. Revelation chapter 11. Revelation chapter 11. Verse 3 said, and I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days, clothed in sackcloth. And so that was talking about Elijah there, right there. Elijah the prophet. People we believe that that is Moses and Elijah, the two witnesses. Then I said, Oh, I see. The Lord is saying, Revelation chapter eleven, Hebrew chapter eleven, the men of faith. We call it what? Hall of Faith, Hebrews chapter 11. You don't see the name of Elijah there. He's in a class all by himself. Amen. Praise the Lord. Revelation chapter 11. He said, I will give my I will give power unto my two witnesses, Elijah and Moses. Amen. And like we are saying, these are the go-to people that God has marked now. These are my go-to person. When I need somebody. When it's getting tough, and you know when they are coming back is when the Antichrist is reigning. He said, they will seal up the heavens. There will be no rain. They will die for it also. 
Because they said, this beast will come and kill them, and so on and so forth. But what am I, what am I taking time to tell you about all this? Is to make you, is to, to energize you, to make you want more of God. Amen? Make you want to do something for Jesus. To activate you to say, I want to be one of the go-to people for God. Amen? I want my, my faith to go from this faith to this faith and to that faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. Amen? Without faith, it is impossible to please the Father. And like we just said, there are degrees of faith, categories of faith. And he's calling you unto himself. He said, which group, where do you want to stay? You want to stay at this level? I want to stay at this level. There is the faith of those that we go out of this planet by going through the grave. So, because that's all the churches have been preaching. And the faith of those who are trying to go riding on the clouds of heaven to go and meet the Lord in the air is faith also, different levels of faith. Praise the Lord. So you have to begin to say, I want to aspire for higher heights. Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things that are past, that are behind, let us press on. So reaching forth to those things that are ahead of me. For the goal of the overcomers that is coming to another level of faith. You want to go in that level to that level of faith so that you can really be one of the go-to person for Jesus. Amen? Do you understand this exhortation? If you understand it, then let's stand up and pray. You want to be one of the go-to person for Jesus. Let your heart begin to desire that. Aspire to the goal of overcomers. Aspire for more of God. That this, this goal that called God has called us unto, it looks like a race. Yeah, it's a race. But some people are running at 5 miles per hour. Some are running at 10 miles per hour. But some people that are going to be champion, they can make 20 miles an hour So in their speed. So that is what we owe. It's the same measure of faith, different degrees. Let's talk to the Father. Just talk to the Lord yourself. Aspire to the goal of overcomers. Want more of God. I want to be one of those champions for Jesus. Lord, help me. I want to be one of those champions for Jesus. Lord, help me. And that is what waiting upon the Lord should really do. We are to aspire to come to the higher heights. Higher heights. From glory unto glory. I want you to raise up your voice. Just shout to him. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we worship you. We have spoken your word. And you are the word. And the word will never fail. Say, whom shall I teach knowledge? Whom shall I teach wisdom? Say, those that are weaned from the milk. Have we been feeding ourselves with milk? It's time to get on to higher heights. Get on to higher heights. Get on to higher heights. Father, help us, Lord God, to begin to graduate from milk and go on to meat and the strong meat of the word of God. Where we want to be like those adenoti. It's night. They are serving David. They lay down their life for David. And we are serving Jesus. We have to lay down our life for Jesus. And then we see wonders happening. They were able to go through the Philistines just to go get water. And fight through the war, the army, and fight out back just for water that David would not drink. And we want to do similar things for our Lord Jesus Christ, our King. Amen. Father, give us that faith. Give us that boldness. Give us that desire in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Blessed be the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Try to be a champion for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes even foolish, 